Welcome, Welcome to, to DM, DM Talks, Talks, a podcast, podcast that promotes <laughs> well-being and assists healers. <laughs> Whether that be physically, mentally or spiritually, ultimately we, we just, just want to be seen, seen in our entirety. And this podcast hopes to show listeners how multifaceted they are. We're all in the centre of our universe, universe so, so why don't we do more to better our own existence? So <laughs> <Shall> I try <laughs> again? Yeah. Third time lucky. Third time lucky. Okay. Okay. I'm just like kind of crying. Okay. Three, two, one. Welcome, Welcome to, to DM, DM Talks, a podcast that promotes well-being. Oh. Did you say aim? Yeah, aim, aim to promote well-being. Okay, cool. Three, two, one, go. Welcome, Welcome to, to DM, DM Talks, a podcast that aims to promote well-being and assist healing, whether that be physically, mentally, or spiritually. Ultimately, we all must see our entirety, and this podcast hopes to show listeners how multifaceted they are. We're all at the centre of our universe, so why don't we do more to better our own existence? That was beautiful. That was beautiful. I've always wanted to do that with someone, and I'm so happy. No, so I've heard it like, like got editing as well, like hundreds of times. Yeah, that's the funniest thing about yeah. the edits because like people, people just see the, the hey, how you doing, guys? Everyone see that. Fuck. I won't release it one day. I saw all the footage. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so at the end of the season, we definitely need to do like. A compilation of bloopers, bloopers. or like, because yeah. there's so many. I think in one episode, I accidentally said penis instead of Venus, and like, <laughs> so many people have brought up to me. I am so excited <laughs> to just like scan through the episode and see what other audience clips that I get. So, like, <laughs> I mean, I sent one to you the other day. I don't know if it's like when you said. We're in a pandemic, a whole ass panoramic. Yeah, no, but I like that one. Do you, you know just why? Keep saying panoramic. Yeah, because there's so many, like, we don't have to say pandemic, we can say panoramic. We can say panacotta. We, I heard demographic panoramic. the other day. We're in a whole ass demographic. <laughs> and like, and like, do be like oh, <laughs> honestly, oh, I think oh, it's just, yeah. Twitter is just, you know, a screaming. whole ass pancetta. A pancetta, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's just a whole. It's a whole peak. It's a whole peak. And um, I feel like it's just funny now, isn't it? It's just all the different names that we can use yeah. to say um, pandemic. But um, I should introduce the show. Hello, everyone. I'm Sarah. I'm Sarah DM. And um, I am joined by someone, well, no, two peoples that are greatly related to the show. I am so excited to be joined by what, what do you call yourself? Would you say co-producers? Would you say I'd say co-producers. Co-producers, yeah. yeah. So co-producers. Yeah. Um yeah. and yeah, I'm just really excited because normally they're behind camera and now they're in the camera with me. So we're gonna learn a lot. We're also gonna just chat shit and just like well, to see where we're all at. But I want to welcome Josh and Joe. Yay, Ooh. I get to do my, my own Hello. lower thirds yeah. thing. Finally, oh, I wasn't that excited. <laughs> it's not like something yeah. I've been waiting to do forever, but it's something that I will be doing. Introduce yourself, Josh. Say, say um, let the public know a little bit about yourself. So, um, me and Joe studied the same course. Um, so, like, most people moved home last semester yeah everything cracked off but um yeah me and sarah uh bubbled up a bit 
and um, I've been helping sort of do the sort of tech support side of DM Talk. So sort of we've both been, um, yeah, like I'd say, yeah, we've sort of both been sort of, you know, quite close, especially like developing the podcast mm -hmm. and stuff. Um, but yeah, like it's sort of been, yeah, a really exciting experience. And yeah, so like all the, um, yeah, Christmas special. I've been loading equipment into buses. <laughs> loading equipment on bus, on transport, off transport. Yeah. Setting it up, de de um, packing it down. It <laughs> like, you've literally been doing everything. And oh, we've, we've really, really learned a lot Although, over the past. Not quite everything because we're also joined by Joe. Of course. We're not, yes, not of course everything because we're also joined by Joe. Please introduce yourself <laughs> to the audience, Joe. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah, hello, hello, audience. Uh, I'm Joe, <laughs> aka Joe Fish Swimming, aka Joey Sadass, aka um, Ooh, Joey Salads. I'm sure I'll, I'll, I'll think, yeah, I'll think of another one, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I guess I sort of started um, like the good, good, good thing. I used to put out like music under it, like it was essentially like a record label. Um, for like a couple of years and then yeah I uh, sort of always wanted to branch out into like more just I guess media like general media you know whatever that means um, and then yeah I guess when I met when I met Sarah uh, we sort of well we'll talk about it more in a bit um, but decided to branch out into like doing podcasts and uh, yeah it's all been it's all been great since then yeah it really it's has. all been Joe Fish swimming though <laughs> yes Oh nice. yeah, it's gone Joe Fish swimming <laughs> Sorry, that was a bad like pun. That's a really I bad pun. Like, I feel like the audience might not understand the pun. Why Joe Fish swimming Because he says Joe Fish swimming is his Instagram account. Uh, so yeah. Oh yeah. It's, Sorry, um, I thought it was bad like, pun. Like, That's why. Sorry. Bad pun. Sorry, yeah. No, it's a it's a it's a cute story though, that name. Like the the story behind that name is quite funny. Um Tell us. Because it's sort of it's I guess it's what I put out music as, like a pseudonym. Um, okay. I because when I was like a toddler, uh, I couldn't pronounce Joseph, like my actual name, Joseph. So I used to call myself Joe Fish. So I just couldn't pronounce Joseph. Oh my God. It always sort of stuck as like a family nickname, like Joe Fish. So I just thought it was quite cute. <laughs> Oh my god, I love that. That's so sweet. That's, that's really wholesome. That. And that yeah, I feel like that is just such like but no, you know what? Do you know what it is? It's a very sweet way to introduce the next segment. Oh my god, this is amazing! I've got someone shouting at all the boys that I want to be shouted with. Yay! <laughs> Josh, we need to do this more often. Yeah. Joe, come on. Like, this is loud. <laughs> we just turn into DM talks and gangs. I know. Well, um, no, I should bring it to the first segment, <laughs> which is divine. <laughs> um, come on, stage, Next up is Sarah! 
I would be like a ring girl, like, yeah. hey guys, positive affirmations for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's going to feel great. Um, but yeah, no, let me take it to the first segment of the podcast, and that's the divine. That's when we nominate something that has uplifted us, that has brought us joy, you know, that has lifted our spirits. Um, what would you like to nominate for the divine this week? I would like to nominate, I know everyone's going to come boring for this. I like to dominate the humble park because we've all needed somewhere to go in lockdown in 2020. And in 2021. Like, it's just kind of like, you know, somewhere to chill, somewhere mm-hmm. to relax, somewhere that we sort of, is for everyone. Exactly. Like, from wherever you are, from whatever walk of life, this space is for you. <laughs> That's wholesome as hell. So yeah, super cute. And yeah, it's also nice if you're a bit of a concrete jungle, which Manchester can feel like sometimes. Completely. Like, it's nice to sort of escape and get a bit of nature without yeah. necessarily having to travel, you know, out into the you know peaks or up to the lakes to get it. You know, you can sort of on your doorstep have somewhere to go and just have a walk, chill. That's completely true. What's your favourite park in Manchester? My favourite. So I'm actually, I think. There was this place I never knew, like, I didn't know for the two years I was living in Salford that even existed. And there's this bit, like, called the Curzel Wetlands. Curzel Wetlands. And it's, like, you can sort of walk down these mm. forests, because I used to live in a very, like, countryside mm. area. Um, you know, I used to live in the Peak District. And literally, going into this place feels like going back to the Peak District. Aww. Like, it's like, you know, this, like, woodland path alongside yes. the river. It's, like, really rough, and you sort of, like... You know, um, I took like a couple of people down it the other day, and they almost all slipped on their asses. Oh no! <laughs> I said I didn't. <laughs> well, of course you didn't because you knew the path. You knew your path. I knew the path. <laughs> oh, no, that's such a lovely nomination. Uh, what would you like to nominate for Divine Joe? Um. Well, I mean, to be honest, I was thinking the same. Like, just sort of nature in general. I feel like myself. I feel like I've sort of underappreciated like just even small spaces of nature like josh was saying mm-hmm. like a city until now when it's like you know what can you do oh go on a walk and you just find a new places like especially because i've just mm-hmm. moved um so i've been like I, i've known this city for years because um, i grew up quite close but even just going around like finding new little like spaces and I think, like, even go, go, I think going on a walk alone is so underrated. I think that's what I've discovered as well. Mm. Like, just, I think, just to break up the day, just like spend some time thinking, walking around, seeing nature. It's just really like, I think it's just helped me a lot. Mm. Like, in this obviously tough time for everyone, but I think that's really helped me a lot. Just sort of taking. That's for sure. Yeah, just taking that. Um, that time just to sort of, I guess, uh, in a way, meditate on, you know, everything. And, yeah. Uh, it's just, um, I like really helpful. how you said meditate as well, because I don't think mm. people realise that going for a walk is a form of meditation. And, like, mm. I think when people think of meditation, they think of, like, um, like, um, like, you know, humming and hawing, cross legs, sitting down, like finding like that place within to like, you know, retreat to. But that's not necessarily true. Like you can have movement meditation where you're literally like, I bring this up because walking in nature, you're literally around the earth. You're around 
like the mother you're literally around the planet and you're able to ground yourself because you're able to understand that you're a part of something on this planet you might even walk past people there are other people with their other perspectives of this planet and i think going for a walk is so grounding like I was spiraling a bit the other day mm. and then I went to go um, just sort of relax a little bit in Platfields and it just made me feel so nice because I was there with my tarot cards, I was able to cleanse them, I was able to get some sunshine, but I was also able to like breathe and I think that's what um, going for a walk does. It helps you to actually breathe, it helps you mm. to sort of think and have, mm. you know, breathe from your belly, you know, lets the shoulders go down and actually see what you're looking at, you know? Like going for walks in nature is just my favorite. Like I really like going to Fletcher Moss, so I definitely recommend going there in Manchester. That's in West Didsbury, no East Didsbury, sorry. Mm. And they have a little botanical garden, which is quite cute. Yeah, Um, I really like it there. Oh, actually, as well, I was saying a little bit about this in the DMC, but um, I guess it's linked Mm. to my. I think we guys actually went for a full home run. I think all of us are nominating nature this week. Yeah, <laughs> um, I went for a really, really long bike ride um, the other day, Joe. I went to Failsworth mm. and I cycled all the way there and all the way back. It might have been like 13 miles or something. We went through Denton and then we went, I think we, like some places that I remember us cycling through is Levenshloom. Denton and Failsworth and we were by um you know Manchester City Stadium and it's oh, like, yeah, I've cycled out there before. Yeah, yeah. and like yeah. I was able to well, I was out of the house for a good like five, six hours, but that was a physical activity that could ground me. I was looking at different parts of nature, mm-hmm. but also being able to sort of just just relax and just like chill. Like mm-hmm. there's this really, really, really pretty park. And there's this really, really pretty bit of Denton Park where you can actually sit down next to the, um, I don't think, I don't think it's called a river, but I think it's like, I don't know, there was just like really, like there was a stream. Yeah, like a stream. And oh my God, it was so beautiful. Like, I think I actually took a picture. I want to see if I can. I'm going to, I want to do a second nomination of the Manchester Oxford Road cycle lane. (laughs) Because there's a lot of crap biking infrastructure in Manchester, but that's not one of them. That's a good lane. Like, if you don't want to die, but you also want to cycle into the city centre, use that. You know what? That's, that's so true. I want to show you this picture. Yeah. So that's where I was. That literally reminds me of, like, home. Oh, wait. That's, that's crazy. Sorry, this is not Denton. This is Ashton under... Ashton under Lyme. Under Ikea. But it's just, like, it was so pretty, and it's just, like, such a... It was just such a nice... <laughs> time to chill, you know? I don't know how I'm going to show you this picture. Mm. Um, yeah, I was just saying, like, uh, a lot of the time, I guess, you can almost see it as sort of, like, a form of escapism, just, like, being in nature and um, just, like, getting away, like, mm. from, you know, the hustle and bustle or whatever. Although, um, I will say, I think, um... uh, as well, what you were saying... Oh, yeah, uh, what you were saying before about, like, walking past people and being around people... I think that as sort of meditative and just nice as walks are, they have made me very, very hateful towards the general public. Like, like I swear, every time I walk past someone, I'm the one like stepping out into the road trying to get around them and like, 
obviously stay two meters apart. It's like people just do not give a shit anymore. Oh, that's true. I think, you know what, that's quite funny that you brought that up because it's like, yeah, I'm happy that people are there to make me realise that I'm not alone, but will I hang around with them? Uh, no. <laughs> like, mm. I don't want to yeah. be around. Like, if anything, the past six months has actually made me realise how antisocial I've become. Like, I literally reshared this on Instagram today, which I think is crazy because I was thinking this this morning. It's a tweet, not a tweet, it's a picture from um, Pink Cat Daily, you know, that person that I obsessed with it says i post online to talk to myself so if you look at you no so if you look at it that's on you i like that i like it's that energy. yeah every it's time true. i post something edgy or controversial on instagram <laughs> yeah no not for you it's just for so i can just angrily get this off my chest you're funny see the thing is with me i'm like mm. shit why can't i just why can't i just ignore you in peace man like that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> but I think, like, it's weird. I think people, like, as as multifaceted as we all are, but as annoying as we all could be, <laughs> this panoramic has really shown us. Um, well, it's just shown us what's important, isn't it? It's like, um, I think... Going through a walk has made me feel very grounded and it's helped me sort of um, sort of serve me on a personal, like intimate level. But let's say like when um, I'm going in circles, speaking to friends is helpful. Yeah. But then sometimes finding the effort to speak to a friend, like, I don't know where it is. <laughs> I don't know where that effort is. I'm searching, I'm searching. Oh, are they underneath my trackies that, like, I've been supposed to be put away? Like, it's a lot, it's a lot, it's a lot. I noticed now I just don't call people at like, maybe frequency that I did at the start of the pandemic. Like, at the start of the pandemic, every day, new person, let's go for a walk, let's put you in my headphones, let's have a chat. Yeah. Now it's just like, I haven't spoken to anyone in, like, three months. <laughs> and it's just like, I just think people are like, it's like, yeah, it's just kind of like, oh, I'll see you when I see you. No, but it is. It really, really is. I think, like, well, actually, this is, might be a good place to take it into Decoding the Messes. The next segment is Decoding the Messes. This is where we unpack something that we consider messed whether that's on or offline. I can't remember what comes after that. That's perfect. That's perfect. Yeah. Um, basically, <laughs> you just said something about not being able to put in effort like now compared to the start of the panoramic. Um, do you know why I think that is? I think that's mm -hmm. because we're in limbo. I yeah. think that's because our coping mechanisms aren't, co aren't helping us cope anymore. I think we are all creating our peace in a way that is a bit more, um, I don't know, like, I don't want to say intimate in the sense of, like, uh, sensual or emotional, but intimate in the sense of, like, really self-serving. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not... I'm evaluating what are my, like immediate needs yeah and then i'm working from there like mm. it's like oh i needed to do a podcast today i needed to send some i he was saying this to josh like i need to do a podcast today i needed to send something in the post M let me make sure those things are done like i'm not even worrying about next week i'm not even worrying about the other thing that i was supposed yeah, to yeah the future is kind of closed in a lot for people i think like i don't see more than like maybe even a month in the future is like 
forever now. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm just sort of moving forwards. Part of that's because I'm graduating and it's like, I have no idea what's going to happen after that. So it's kind of just like looking for a dark void. Oh, so it's like, know. I'm not even going to think, I'm stressing out Joe now. To be honest. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah, it's just kind of like staring into the dark void. I don't know if you can relate to that. But um, yeah, it's like. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. yeah, anyway. <laughs> it's, it's, I'm just reading the way that your face is drawn. <laughs> yeah, before you like, get stressed out. <laughs> no, I understand that. Like, I mean, like, I was in, like, I remember when I was in third year and it felt like everything was just falling, but also I was flying. And then, like, there's so many milestones, but because everything is going so fucking quickly, you can't appreciate them. But because obviously we're in a pandemic, you can't appreciate mm. a lot of them. Um, so I wish you guys luck. You guys can get through this. Remember to say affirmations in the morning. <laughs> because they will help you <laughs> um but like this uh, i guess like this limbo period how how have you been managing your own happiness like recently uh, I, I think something that's um i've been sort of uh meditating on recently is um being more com- like sort of learning how to be alone in a sense and sort of um learning how to be sort of more comfortable just myself and not relying on I guess other people to help uplift myself mm-hmm. or help uplift me and sort of just taking it into my own hands and you know especially like in the you know pandemic it's hard and I've just moved to uh, like a flat on my own whereas before I was living in my family house for a bit um uh, so yeah it's just been sort of a journey learning yeah how to just be comfortable just you know alone and just uh be myself and yeah just sort of I guess somewhat self-discovery you could say I sort of discovered that as well about not necessarily needing like um like now I'm just happy to go just go explore someplace I live near the city center Mm -hmm. and I've just discovered so many cool places Mm -hmm. and it's like every day I've literally been walking there for like a few months now like almost every day and there's still streets I've not been down. Hey. And it's like literally so crazy how, um, but it's like I used to, like when I was in first year, I'd be like, oh, I don't want to go like shopping unless someone else wants to come with me. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't want to do anything by myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas now I'm like, I'm going to go shopping. If anyone else wants to come shopping, they can come shopping. <laughs> but it's like, I'm going to go anyway. Yeah. So it's like, it's like you can choose whether you want to come or not but it's like not, mm. it's like, now I'm just happy to sort of, like if I want to go for a walk, I, you know, I mean, for a long time, I didn't even have anyone to ask. If I yeah. Walk. So it's like, well, it's like, I'm just going to go and yeah. go do something and go see someone new. And mm. then, you know, if I like it, then I can always offer someone else to come, but I can always just go again if someone else doesn't want to come. No, that's true. I, I like that way of looking at things. <laughs> yeah. I like, you guys are both, it's like, you guys are both talking about independence, but in like different ways. I feel like Joe in a very introspective way, but also you in a very like ex mm. you you wanting to externalize that expression way, you know. And I find it quite interesting because like I think we can we well we have to sit with ourselves all day. We have to be in our own bodies. We want to make it a pleasurable experience, and I think this. Um, pandemic, panoramic, panacotta has, <laughs> <Panchetta. laughs> has made us um, 
well, just embark in simple pleasures, understand what feeds us and what nourishes us and how we can sustain ourselves off that. I think um, one thing that I've been really looking into is just emotional intelligence. Mm. I, I have... Um, I'm a very energetic person, but I think with that, it means that my mood can be influenced easily. So, like, obviously, I'm the leader of my life. I'll create my mood. I'll create my joy. But let's say an altercation happens, whether I'm dealing with somebody or something that has, like, made me feel like, oh, a type of way, I want to learn how that can be sort of tackled in the present without me affecting, like, without it affecting my day. So I'm sure like you guys, this is just a really, really common example now. Um, like, you know, when you wake up and you're chilling and then somewhere out of nowhere, depression just gets you and you're like, wait, what? Like, what yeah. do you mean? Like, I wasn't thinking about this. And then you start getting depressed mm -hmm. and you, like, you get out of bed and then it's like, oh, I'm all like, I have to go to do this day. Mm -hmm. And like that, mm. let's say if it's 10 minutes or 15 minutes time period, can ruin your next couple of hours. So yeah. I'm trying to like find ways yeah. of how to like clean my emotional intelligence in certain hours of the day. So, so, so like one thing that I'm doing is writing letters mm. to myself and like I'll write a letter in the morning mm. and like I'll read it and it just sort of primes my brain or primes my focus into understanding that I'm choosing my own happiness or I'm choosing my peace today. Yeah, I think for me, like yeah. I can have a lot, a lot of negative energy or a lot of like energy that goes into like worrying. I'm like, at some point, it's like, what's the point in putting all of this energy into this? Mm -hmm. How about I put some energy into actually trying to fix whatever situation is yeah. causing me like pain? Mm -hmm. So it's like, well. You know, for example, with like the graduating, trying to find, you know, where I want to live, what I want to do. It's like, okay, instead of putting that energy into just worrying about it, like that's not going to get me anywhere. Mm. So I'm going to put that energy into, you know, taking a course, um, you know, go on and do some color grading at DM Talks, you know, hey. show what I can do. You know, it's like sort of all of that stuff, like just trying to put that, like, energy that's involved in sort of worrying into something productive that will sort yeah. of maybe help spin alleviate that a, situation spin it into something positive yeah um, and even sometimes it's like not even necessarily just positive just not instead of dumping all that negative energy on myself mm. dump that negative energy into maybe forwarding myself in some yeah way. um obviously it doesn't always work mm. But it can just be helpful sometimes to say, actually, here's a problem and here's what I'm going to do about it. If I can't do anything about this problem, then what's the point in worrying about it? Exactly. And I think worry, worrying can um, just distract you. I mean, worrying is a form of procrastination. I haven't, like, I've, this, I don't know what episode I'll do this on or when this, how this will materialize or become tangible, but there's literally, studies that I need to provide information on about yeah. procrastination. Your mind is your worst enemy. <laughs> your mind will literally tell you about your ex from the fucking like, year eight 
school disco <laughs> because yeah. of it doesn't it's want them, you like, to AM thoughts. Yeah. do you know what I mean <laughs> because you don't want to focus on your goal like when I tell you your mind is an op your mind is an op and like I'm hoping that with this information or with these studies that I learn or review or whatever I can just tell people about them so they realize that they're not alone like procrastination can be in found in rumination so I guess like the importance of self-discovery or the importance of like um, interrogating your thoughts or finding the validity of your thoughts can like promote what action you're going to take. Yeah, so I actually have something to admit to. Okay. Um, when I was in primary school, I was around at someone's house. Yeah. And I accidentally broke their Playmobil crane. Oh and Sam, if you're out there, I will pay to get your Playmobil crane fixed. I'll pay to replace your Playmobil crane. I'm sorry, sorry. I just had to get that off my chest. Like, I didn't break it fully, but the motor was just like not having it. Oh my God. Yeah. We just had a confession. Yeah, yeah confession. Positive steps you were just talking about. Yeah, exactly. Like, wow. I was more doing it as like the rumination. Yeah. I've not forgotten about that since the day that I did it. <laughs> yeah, that's quite funny. Like, honestly, rumination will get me so fucked up. I'll be like, like getting all over myself and then I'll be there. I'll have like divine intervention comes to me and I'm like, Kevin, you're a bad bitch. <laughs> you're a baddie who doesn't need this because just imagine if all this effort, all this time, and all this attention that you put into this, if you put it into that and it could make you something, then you wouldn't be depressed. And then I just get up and then I start moving. But getting to that cycle or getting to those thoughts is still far between, you know? So I find it really, like, I always yeah. ask, like asking people, especially during this time period, how are they looking for their happiness? How are they looking for their peace? How are they creating like their balance? Because it's going to look different to everyone. Yeah, I think, um, mm. Yeah, I mean, this episode, I mean, I guess because, yeah, we initially came on to talk about, like, sort of our experience of doing DM talk mm. at this time. We've got some questions for you in a bit. Ooh, yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, as well, it's sort of worth reflecting on what it's been like as a general sort of time for us. And also, I think one thing that's worth knowing is it's kind of shit at the moment. Mm -hmm. But there's pretty much nowhere where everything's okay and everyone's fine. <laughs> exactly. Like, it's like maybe New Zealand. <laughs> maybe. It's like three people live there and they're outnumbered by the number of sheep. <laughs> and it's like, so it's a very small amount of the world's population that's actually not completely screwed right now. So, you know, it's just sometimes worth remembering that. I don't know if it's made me feel better or worse, to be honest. Josh, Josh, you've made me laugh a lot. But um, no, let, let me tell, ask you guys more about sort of DM Talks, our journey, what we've learned. I should probably tell you, I should probably start about our foundation story as well, Joe. Would you like to say it or would, should I? Yeah. I thought you should. Yeah, no, I'm, uh, yeah, I've been wanting to talk about this. So, um, I guess, like, the first time we met, I don't, I think I'd, like, my, my uh, partner at the time, uh, you met in university, I think, right? Yes. We met, we met yeah, at university. Um, we were, we were, like, yeah, we were, similar. we weren't even in the same halls. I don't even know how I met as well. Sorry, I just said her name out loud. I would have had to have ended that. I'm sure she wouldn't mind. We can bleep it. Um, okay. 
um yeah so and I, I think she was she told me about you and that you had the idea of starting a podcast and obviously um she knew that i was like a audio person feels weird calling myself an engineer so. audio yeah i thought you were sound engineer yeah i mean it she was having a uh, like a house warming party because she just moved into hashtag cancelled um, party i'm kidding it was before COVID. and um and i remember like because you I, I remember you turned up quite late but um Obviously, I'd been there for a couple hours, and I was like, in a, for, for whatever reason, I was in like a really bad mood, and I was like, oh fuck this, I'm just gonna go like lie down for a bit. So I was in the in the her bedroom, and I was like, literally like unlacing my boots, and then and you came in, and just like your energy was just like so, just so positive, and like just it completely changed my mood. I was like, like we talked for a couple of minutes, and like said hello. And you left, and like when you left, I was like lacing my boots back up. I was like, oh yeah, good now, man. <laughs> oh my god, Jay, stop! I'm crying. That's stop crazy. It. I didn't know this part of the story. This I'm gonna. Me. Oh my god, let me let me just yeah. not let me not interrupt. I'm getting emotional. Stop. Go on. <laughs> um, yeah, and then uh, I guess we 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 talked for a while. Uh, the party just about like that you had this idea for a show, and then. I remember the whole time we were talking, I was just thinking, like, like you're like would be like a perfect host, just like your energy and the way you just talk about things that you find passionate. It's just I was like, yeah, I'm totally down for this already. Like, <laughs> and then um, yeah, I uh, uh, spoke to Josh and uh, shout out Ferg, the other member of uh, Good 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 News. Ooh, shout out Ferg, unfortunately. <laughs> Uh, thumbnails, um, all of them thumbnails, yeah, we, every single one. Sort of, yeah, <laughs> beautiful graphic design. Um, yeah, and, I, and then I guess that's when I talked to those two and told you about, uh, told them about you and the idea for the show, and we decided, yeah, let's, let's try it out. You know, see how it goes. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Since then, it's just been you know uphill. I think we've really like found a a groove that we're in now, and yeah, I I, I honestly love doing the show. Yeah. Oh yeah. no, that's honestly like that's warmed my heart so much. Um, <laughs> no, you said so. I just want to take it back to the party because I didn't remember because yeah. like we had met and we were talking, right? And there was this. Um, I, I talked to you and I was like, okay, so I've got a podcast. And this is going to be it. These are the seg- segments. These are the titles. Da, 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 and I was just talking so fast, and I remember you being like. Oh, I, I knew that like you wanted a podcast, but I didn't know you were this prepared. Let's go. Because like, <laughs> I honestly, yeah. if you told me to record yeah, next week, I would have. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that conversation. You were like rattling off like all the segments and exactly what they were going to be, and like you had already had ideas for like different episode themes and guests you were going to have. I was like, oh shit! Like she really means it. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I honestly like it. Just shows you that manifestation works, and it shows you the power of like being surrounded by like-minded individuals. Because I had a project, obviously, like I had an idea, and with your guys' like guidance, encouragement, and advice, it's really just expanded and grown into like this. It's it's grown into a brand. It's grown yeah. into. Um, 
so much more than what I first started off with. So I really, really appreciate like what I've learned from you guys. Like, yeah. oh my god! I'd like to say though, like, I mean, ultimately, like, the show has really solid foundations. Like the segments, like I wouldn't have been able to. Like, I don't think I'd be able to do any better job of creating the sort of like the divine to introduce it, decoding the masses. Um, you know, tarot talks. Um, the final message. Direct message. Direct message. Crap. Um, <laughs> don't be worried, Joe. Yeah, oh, he like, doesn't know it that well. Oh, no. I didn't know the direct message. I forgot. I always forget about the direct message. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's Yeah, it's like. Yeah, I mean, the format of the show is great, and like, I guess it kind of shows as well. Like, if you come with a plan, if you want something to happen, like, yeah. it's not even necessarily the universe will manifest it for you. It's like you'll manifest it for yourself. Because yeah. You know, if like you're excited about the idea, yeah, and it's like you're obviously excited about the idea. You just sort of mentioned it to Joe. I guess you didn't even know that you were sort of into audio. No, that's thing. I knew. I knew Joe was into audio. No, <laughs> yeah, Joe's an audio person. <laughs> but like, I knew that you were into audio, but I didn't know the extent of how much you knew because like I'm here with a podcast mm, yeah. and like well no I'm here with like content or ideas of content but I don't know how to branch this content mm, out. I don't yeah. know the technical um well I didn't even I didn't know the technical sort of um requirements to um, producing and formatting and releasing um the content. So like I just love it because it's you're able to sort of like it's like two halves have come together to like uplift this project yeah. and like i'm really really fortunate mm -hmm. as well because i think i've been able to sort of like it's been such a healthy expansion and i think you really see that in the next in like well, I mean, in all the episodes, but I remember the first time we started off, we were in that Sipar studio, yeah. uh, Bop Bop, University of Salford, thanks to you guys. <laughs> and um, then we went to a recording from home and then we got this set up and mm. like slowly and sure, surely, like we've been been thrown these different trials and tribulations and we've overcome them, but we've also been able to manage them with such like, like professionalism, which I'm really proud of yeah. because like, I mean, we're literally just testing this thing out. Like, we don't know what we're I mean, doing. The setup, the setup changes very frequently. <laughs> I mean, we literally have different microphones every week sometimes, which, much to Joe's dismay, it's a lot of people. But yeah, it's like, it's like um, you know, today we've got two, um, 258s, mm -hmm. but usually we have. The the most common mic is my twenty pound Tortec XLR mic. It actually sounds decent. Yeah, and like when I uh, get the audio files over to mix and like the guest is just like on like the little iPhone cord headphone yeah. mic thing. It's just like, oh man, how the fuck am I gonna make this sound good? <laughs> yeah, because yeah, yeah, it, yeah. We share the the mixing sometimes. Um, cause, um, yeah, no, it's kind of, it's definitely been a chance for me to learn a little bit more about audio side of things as well. Cause I remember before I started sending more of the files over to Joe, mm -hmm. I was doing these mixers and sending them over and it was kind of like, yeah, this is bad. This is mm -hmm. bad. But then by like the third or fourth time, I was starting <laughs> to get a mix that sounded decent first try. Mm -hmm. So it was like, um, 
yeah, it was a learning sort of experience for me as well, like a chance to sort of dig up the old pro tools and start making like um I think this is my um my first time like sort of doing the like diving into sort of the, the businessy world of media as well, like mm. sort of drafting up like business plans and co- contacting people for like sponsorships and stuff. Um, mm. So I think that's been a really, really um, useful skill, definitely from doing this show that I don't know if I would have done otherwise. Really, but yeah, I think we are we all are all like learning something from each other and from this experience. I think it just mm. shows like what can happen when you like have an idea. And you sort of surround yourself with like-minded people that, um, you know, that want to do the same things that you do. You know, you're mm. learning and sharing this experience. And it's been, yeah, it's been amazing so far. Yeah. And I think it's been, I mean, like, it's sort of been a great opportunity, I think, because for our course, and especially during lockdown, we've missed a lot of the opportunities that we might have otherwise had to sort of, you know, get practical and get hands-on. So. Yeah. DM talks has sort of been like a consistent thing throughout mm. that's allowed all of us to sort of learn and to get better um, and to sort of improve our skills. And I think um, it's something worth considering, like whatever sort of industry you're in, mm-hmm. it may feel like you can't, um, you're not in a position to create something. Mm. But even if you can't create, like you might not be able to create like a massive Hollywood film. Like, can you create, like, a short film with mm. your friends? Can you create, like, a podcast? You can create a little thing on your iPhone. Yeah. Or, well, I'm not saying, not everybody has an iPhone, obviously, but, like, as Anything. in, like, oh, guys, do you listen to Steve Lacey? Do you know the artist, Steve Lacey? Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, because he, he records everything on his iPhone, doesn't he? Yeah. He is one of my favourite artists, and he literally recorded his first mixtape all on his iPhone. I'll show you his music afterwards, afterwards, and you'd love him. Like he's, and it just shows you, like if you have an idea and if you have a type a talent, your resources shouldn't limit you. Like, yeah, it's mm. no. I say that loosely because obviously we live in a very, very, very like, like extreme polarity world. Yeah. So like resources are. Yeah influential however if you have an idea i hope the resources don't restrict you i hope you can use what you have to create um what you want because i think if you worry too much about the material things you sort of lose the fun of it yeah and i think it's like it's like anyone now can tell any story that they want to like i think like even if you end up animating frame by frame in ms paint yeah. Like you can create sort of any sort of visual idea that yeah. you have. You can sort of there are tools out there that you can sort of create them. And it's like, yeah, it might not look, you know, photorealistic, Hollywood level effects. Mm-hmm. But like anyone can sort of at least like I mean, for example, like what we're using, the tools that we're using, um, you know, back in the day, you know, about twenty years ago news shows would have like had to bring out loads of equipment like a van with like a satellite dish to send yeah. like the signal and go yeah. like so they could just have that live feed from yeah. someone and it's like it's oh, now the all could do it on fucking instagram but you could do it on instagram live, yeah, instagram live yeah that bloody van that we used to have you know like it's kind of mad and it's like um you know, I mean, equipment can help make it look a little bit sleeker but mm-hmm. it should never sort of limit someone from because I mean I remember when I first started playing around with making videos I had this um 
I had this camera mm. and the video it recorded. Well, I used to you call it video. <laughs> it was 12 frames a second. <laughs> and it was like a 480, it might have been 480p mm. at most. And like, I don't want to say that like I was subbing it because it's like everything was fine. Like, but it's like, um, and a couple of years later, I did get like a HD webcam yeah. to start like making sort of. I'm just thinking of a young yeah. Josh with the camera, like, oh, look at this. Yeah. Like, uh... <laughs> but I think even something like that, like a uh, little camera you were talking about, I think mm. you could still make something if you Im- Im- sort of embrace the style of it. You could still make something really cool with that, like even now, like versus you know, someone who has like a, you know, like a red cinema camera or something, but doesn't have mm. anything interesting to tell with it. I think it's more about like the content behind it and the ideas behind it than the equipment itself. I think people get too caught up in, I will say we've done, I mean, we have used some fancy equipment. Oh, the, um, talks. honey. We will say that. <laughs> but like, yeah, I, yeah. it's like, as long as it was any How use much? without anything to film, True. Like, there was nothing to record, like. But that's when we were feeling fancy and bougie, you know. Yeah. And like, I mean, we yeah. put it on CV. <laughs> like, how would you <laughs> yeah, use I actually stuff? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but it's like it's like some of that stuff though like i mean all of that equipment was just sitting there without yeah. like an idea without something to film without yeah. like without the content there yeah. you know um for you know our special that we did like we had 20 grand worth of equipment on that day mad it was a lot like i think there was Trying to think how many cameras I had. I think um, it had to like I shit you not like probably four or five cameras. But we were cooking in it. Yeah. So like it had to be done. And I'm so happy that like we were able to have that opportunity because it was it I mean for for someone who is on the other side of the camera, it was able to sort of bring me confidence and sort of make me sort of understand like what to expect if I was to present on in another um, system or yeah. another like, opportunity. Like I have done presenting things before, but like it's been, it's been. I don't know. It'll be like a one-time thing, or it'll be like a collective um, message or something. But because of DM talks, how I'm interviewing different guests every week, I'm able to sort of adapt to the camera and learn like what, how I'm best to be shown and what I want for the yeah. podcast. It helps me. Like even watching you guys has helped me become a better producer because I'm able to see what I appreciate as content. Yeah, a hundred, a hundred percent. And it's like, um, you know, it's been like it's been a really entertaining experience to sort of, you know, just sort of learn, you know, sort of applying sometimes abstract skills or knowledge. <laughs> oh my god, sorry. Into, like something real. You just reminded me of um, what episode was it? It was a part one and part two that you did the idea of the ghost. Was it? Um, was it was it microaggressions. That? It was the microaggressions, microaggressions episode me, when you were like with Tasha Bailey and um, yeah. it was your idea to be like um, I think I had heard a sound I heard a ghost and it was like, oh yeah <laughs> and you were like wait what is that sound and you just see like all these like lightning strikes on the visuals oh like, yeah I did that that was funny <laughs> but it's in moments of like that it's like just little bits of humor that has been encouraged or excited by josh that has had such a good like appeal by the audience has made 
don't know, just made like the podcaster even better. Yeah, even Sarah will awesome. find like a goof that she wants to cut out, and I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not putting that. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm leaving that in. Or Josh will be like, um, oh yeah, Sarah, did you dirty this promo? And I'm like, what do you mean? I'll watch the promo, and he'll, be, I'll be like. Blah, 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 and then I'll hear a glitch sound and then I'll start and I'm like no it just makes it look wholesome it, it makes it look more personal makes it look more like accessible yeah, it's, to it's the real, viewer it's what people exactly like. yeah and it's like um yeah and like the glitch thing as well like um you know Sarah is also like as much as we're involved in sometimes influencing what the topic is or yeah. what, um something is like Sarah also impact influences um the look of the show in a technical way like the glitch thing yeah that was your idea yeah so like even with like i'll say this before i said this again but like i think personally and this might relate to other people that have wanted to do a podcast but they really criticize themselves on how they speak or what they've said or what words they've used or what words they haven't said or there's, there's this over criticization on how information is being translated so using a glitch sound like i just thought was good because it sort of promised a new form of discussion but also it um, makes things distinct it makes it a bit clear and coherent where things were a bit wrong, where things are going right, but also it's like a reset mm. button. That's how I saw the glitches. Because yeah. the amount of times I'll be talking or digressing, and then I'll be like, oh shit, glitch. <laughs> yeah, and it helps, it helps because it's both an audio and a visual cue. It yeah. helps people see like when something like, when we're, it's like, it's like a new paragraph. It's like exactly. when you want to talk about something completely unrelated, that sound, that sound comes in. No, but it's, it. Honestly, it's great because it's adapted yeah. to the way that I talk. Because, like, yeah. I'll talk about one thing and then I'll end up over here and I'll end up over here. As a podcast, who people want to listen to and hear a story, and like, oh, shit, <laughs> like, how's that going to work? So, <laughs> if you want to hear stories, that's another form of Apple Library. <laughs> that is not me. So, have a glitch and then we can reset with me too. <laughs> Yeah, I think, like, um, yeah, it's been so, and I'm trying to think, cause there's a lot of things that I sort of wanted to mention. Today. I know, I had a few questions for you guys, so I might answer your questions. questions. Yeah. So, um, what is something that you would, oh wait, let me start over again. This is where a glue sound would be, lol. <laughs> um, okay, so like, obviously, like I'm on the content side, but you guys are more on the technical side. What are the first obstacles you sort of learn on the technical side? And what would you advise other people who are starting their podcast based on the first question? Sorry, that was a really long-winded question. That you makes get what sense. I mean? Yeah, I like that. Um, Did you hear me, Josh? I mean, Joe? Yeah, 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 I got you. Okay, so <laughs> Yeah, I mean, um, do you want to go first or I'm happy to go? Yeah, sure. Um, I think what the sort of biggest challenge, well, I mean, literally the, the biggest challenge was for the first episode that uh, me and Ferg had no idea how to use the radio studios that we were using. So I swear, like, you and you and uh, Leah were just sat there for like 45 minutes while we were just <laughs> trying to figure out what was going on. Um. But I, I think sort of the advice I would give is, I guess, again, like what I was saying before, try not to worry too much about the technical side 
like if you don't have producers and people that know what they're doing then obviously you need to you know brush up and figure out because the amount of times i'd like listen to a new podcast and it's like the audio of it you can tell is just someone like on their phone that's like on the other side of the room and it's just sounds <laughs> like really bad um and obviously that's gonna you know just turn off viewers um so i'd say advice wise just sort of have a plan have a really good solid plan of what you're going to do because the amount of people that are like oh i'm going to start a podcast what's what's it about oh you know i'm just going to talk for a while i have friends on something all right yeah maybe three or four or five of your friends will listen to that because they know you but that you need to have just start out with a really really good plan like like mm-hmm. you did sarah like know every detail of of what you're trying to do um and yeah try and surround yourself with people like-minded people that want to help out and that want to help you realize your vision um and i think if you you know do that then hopefully all you know all good things will come Uh, that'd be my advice Mm -hmm. yeah just sort of really think about and plan before you start doing anything because it'll really really help you out in the future and yeah i can't stress the importance of pre-production as a practice it's like um you know pre-production varies sometimes sometimes you want to go free flowing sometimes you want to but generally you've got to sort of be willing to realize that before you even pick up a camera or pick up a microphone that's like not near the start of the process like Mm -hmm. the start of the process happens you know way before you pick up the camera Mm -hmm. or pick up the microphone Mm -hmm. um and um you've got to sort of like like even people who vlog like do the daily vlogs like they say oh what activities are we going to do today Mm -hmm. when do i want to film this when do i want to edit this Mm -hmm. when do i want to like you know they might think of a few jokes or a few gags they're going to put in there before it even happens Mm -hmm. like i mean everything to some extent Mm -hmm. is sort of pre-planned you know premeditated so it's worth sort of going do i want to bet some notes do i want to put an episode on yeah and like you've got to yeah just sort of before you pick up the camera mm-hmm. just come with sort of something um and yeah what else would i say sort of going off what joe was saying about not worrying too much about the technical side mm-hmm. it's like i mean we've sort of developed our own look mm-hmm. here That's and like we've created um something that the studios were great Mm-hmm. And they're really fun sort of learning <laughs> I felt so bougie. I got yeah. like me and Leah, we had <laughs> we had match do you remember those drinks? Those drinks from prep. We oh, had yeah. matcha coconut rice milk um drinks from prep and we oh. walked into the studio like bad fucking bitches because we were just doing a podcast or whatever. It was hilarious. <laughs> oh, I really I really want to go to like prep something tonight just to treat myself. Why not? Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's literally like immediacy. There's literally only prep or booths. So you have no choice but to fix yourself. <laughs> Although booths is closed now. So <laughs> right, Sorry, I feel like I interrupted you. Down. No, no, totally. <laughs> but yeah, um, like, yeah, don't worry. Don't worry too much. Like, if people like your content, like, you can, you know, invest in like the studio and the equipment later, as long as it's like passable. But if you like the content as well, you have to like it. <laughs> you have to like your content. Like, mm-hmm. I just thought I'd put a pause in that bit just because it's like, I feel like 
you need to be happy or you need to feel proud or like you wouldn't put something out that you wouldn't be proud of you know and like i every time i think that's probably helped me like having a different guest on because i'm getting inspired by the conversation it's new it's entertaining you're challenging me i'm finding out new things so i'm gonna like what i produce you know so i definitely what you just said, but also make it passionate. <laughs> yeah, that's a massive thing if you want to be a creator <laughs> I think people online. can tell as well when you're not passionate about something. Oh, completely. Mm. Like, I think, but then saying that, you know what, it's so easy for me to say that because if you meet, it doesn't matter if I'm podcasting or not, like you can see like how energetic I am. I'm probably bouncing off the bloody walls if it wasn't, everybody was a knockdown, you know? And like, yeah. it doesn't take, not everybody is as comfortable um, to being active. However, that doesn't mean that they shouldn't. And like, it just means that they should be a bit more patient with themselves and, you know, just see what works, try it out. Like you could even make a podcast and you could be the only one who listens to it. Yeah, that's the massive thing is like, <laughs> I'm the fun, make, I'm something, make something where you're happy and no other person ever listens to it. Just enjoy the process and enjoy making it. Um, I've got another question for you guys. Um, what's one thing that you wish you could have learned sooner? Uh, I guess within like regards to DM talks, it would be sort of the um, uh, like the the businessy side behind like the media stuff, like um, mm-hmm. you know, like even the basic stuff like the distribution and um the uh like strategies to help grow audiences etc and because i'd sort of dabbled a bit in that with sort of releasing music um but surprisingly podcast is like a whole you know a whole different world from that because it is essentially like it's closer to a a sort of tv show style format than it is like releasing music is um so you know Mm -hmm. like sort of sponsorships and like do like uh the giveaways and sort of how it ties into social media i think i definitely wish i'd learned sort of more social media strategies uh before going into this but again you know it's all part of the, the learning experience and um i'm glad mm. i have learned you know how to do this stuff at all you know it would have been nice to sort of been an expert at it, obviously before we started but sorry like in response to what you said like i like how we've been able to learn through this it's like mm. when would we when would have we learned this yeah you know especially like yeah. you just said that and it just reminded me of all the giveaway stuff because like we are on instagram you can see everybody and their friend is doing an ig giveaway but i don't know how the fuck to run an ig giveaway <laughs> so there's me on youtube you know reading articles and that like seeing what gets the best engagement what doesn't and like i've had a giveaway recently and it like if it wasn't for the podcast and if it wasn't for us wanting to increase our following i wouldn't have done one you know and it's nice because i was able in that moment it's like i was able to talk to other independent businesses collaborate with them network do you want to come onto my podcast i'll help you if you help me and like i like what you just said there because it can make you think of other things and not just like um what you first intentionally set out to do yeah and it's like it's like one of those things is that um it's like sometimes it's like knowing you don't always know 
what lessons you need to learn before you start. Like, it's like, it's one of those things that can sort of only be brought with experience. Yes. It's like you can sometimes, to a certain extent, you can look at everything in theory and you can go, oh, so this is how this works. This Mm -hmm. is how this works. But then until you actually, you know, get to the ground and start doing it, there's going to be a ton of things that you're completely unaware were even going to be a problem. Like, everything looks simple on paper, uh, but everything is more complicated than reality. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, that's mm. I think that's a lesson that you can sort of take to everything mm. in life. Like, there's not, like, whatever project you're doing, like setting up a business, you're like, okay, I can make these cakes, I can sell these cakes easy. But then until you actually get involved in the process, you go, oh, making the right amount of cakes, how do yeah. I make sure that I make cakes, you know, match demand? Like, yeah. how do I make sure to bake enough think, for one um, day and not... I've watched enough episodes of, of Grand Designs to know that things can go real wrong real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, but so you're never going to learn what those things are until you start doing it. Yeah. Like, it's... Um, so just do it. <laughs> sometimes you've just got to do it. Like, um... Mm, yeah. I love you wearing nice as well. Sorry. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Chaos. Just do it. Yeah. Sorry, this is too much. This is too much. Yeah, it's like the philosopher, the. Um, <laughs> you wearing as well? This is jokes. It's like what the Mike, what, um, yeah. you know, the Greek <laughs> philosophers used to say stand on the table and go, just do it. Yeah. It's, uh, I think it was. Uh, yeah. What you know, Archimedes or something who said that <laughs> jokes back in you know BC times. Yeah. Oh well. Thank you so much, guys. Like, I really, really, really liked your responses and just all of the information you gave me today. It's made me think that <laughs> uh, there's just so much more to like sort of expand on DM talks. I'm really excited for what. The future holds, yeah. What the future holds. So we're back. Unfortunately, my hard drive ran out of space. Yeah, Josh's hard drive ran out of space, so blame him for the edge. Yeah, blame, <laughs> blame yeah. my laptop. that question from before about what you'd give advice, I'd say anyone starting a podcast, clear your hard drive. <laughs> clear your hard drive. Yeah, clear yeah. your hard drive. Because that's one thing that's going to be doing. You're going to be taking a lot of space. If you've got visuals too, videos are a myth. You're going to be taking a lot of space. Let me just tell you guys <laughs> Visu- that Yeah, videos. Oh. Videos are a myth. Oh man, I was like, what, like two, two terabytes so far. Don't just, just record in like the lowest possible quality. It'll be fine. Just like VGA, yeah. 4XP, it's all you need. And that's our little snippet <laughs> on technological glitches. But we'll go back to the tarot reading. Sorry, let's get back into the episode, back into the tarot talks. Um, I asked for the next question, is there any blockages? And I just wanted to sort of surface any areas which um, are limiting us or stalling us or hindering us. Um, We got the King of Cups in reverse. And when you look at court cards, um, they are an attitude that you need to adopt, a personality characteristic that can help you or harm you. And when you see the King of Cups, he is a master of his suit. 
He is an individual who's very compassionate, a loving, loving father figure. He's very nurturing. He can, uh, he's very understanding and he's very reflective. However, when his cup is reversed, now he's spilled his contents of his cup. He might be finding other places to fill his cup, or he might be um, hoarding resources or being manipulative in behavior in result of being protective of his of the remainder of his cup. <laughs> um, it's quite interesting because I immediately got taken to this um, image in the background. And that is the same, it's like a ship, right? But the ship is bright red and it's floating on the water and it can talk about maybe, um, I mean, it could, like you said, danger coming, worry ahead, but it can also talk about how your fashion or not your fashion, your passion can be sunk if there are ways of um, flowing with it. I only say this because the whole emphasis of water, especially after this Pisces energy of the hand demand, to let it go, to surrender, to let it be, that the King of Cups needs to flow with his emotions or they'll get the better of him. The individual, like, you can see how they've got two things in their hand and it's like, Here's my cup, here's my staff, here's my belief systems and my emotions, my heart. But then here's all the other things that I can share with the world. It's like, if I'm sitting in my cup of emotions, in this collective subconscious, and I'm refilling myself with, um, I'm refilling myself with tending to my own needs, but I'm also trying to tend to the needs of others. If that's not, um, if there's not a healthy balance found there, it can, um, it can become quite confusing and it can become quite restricting. You might think that you have got too many things on your plate. You might be spreading yourself too thin. You might be um, getting yourself in other people's business. You might be wanting to save other people because you actually need to be saved. There's so many differences with the um, King of Cups. And I think in moments when they come up, it's um, a reminder to talk to people that support you, support, talk to people that can counsel you, support to people that can guide you through this upstream of your emotions because it can be turbulent and it can be stormy and it can be um, uncomfortable. But because I see the King of Cups upside down for blockages, maybe it's like also we need to be the King of Cups more to ourselves. Maybe the King of Cups is asking us to step into our, our power of using discernment around emotional intelligence, or maybe it's to do with putting yourself out there more and actually embracing your heart and not being a shy king. I only say this because for the next card for advice, we got the Queen of Swords. And the Queen of Swords, she's also um, the court card, which encourages you to adopt a characteristic to better your life. The Queen of Swords is straightforward, no shit talking, like she's either quite direct or blunt. She, she tries her best not to conflate honesty with cruelty. However, she's more concerned with getting her point across. And that's why you see her um, sort of just facing, um, well, 
If you see these two um, king and queens, this king is sitting in front. They're able, they're open, they're seeing everything. But the queen is looking literally just to one side. And that means they are putting their focus, their attention and their direction into what's being presented on them. It's like if they were, if they had an op here, if they had an op, their eyes would know that the op's coming. It's like stay ready to get ready, stay ready so you never have to get ready attitude. But because the both the cards came out reverse this week, I think is talking about like internalized um, polarities, which can be that maybe it's just an introspective, um, introspective like measure we have to take on. Like, how can we be the King of Cups and the Queen of Swords in our own lives? How can we be more direct, more intentional? How can we translate our mind in a more proficient and proactive way to get what we want? And with the King of Cups, it's protecting and mastering your emotions to um, understand that emotions are temporary. However, also, it's best to work with the flow of your emotions because you're able to, um, well, just appreciate what's around you a bit more. Hmm. What do you guys think of that so far? Yeah, it's it's interesting to think mm -hmm. about. Okay. Like, um, I guess sort of like, so, sort of bringing it back to the hands man again, it's sort of like trying to be comfortable within, like, the current situation and mm -hmm. sort of be sort of content to an extent with, like, mm -hmm. like, I guess sort of if we were to bring it in relation to what we're doing, like, to be like, actually, you know, what we're doing right now is pretty cool. Yeah. Like, we've got, like, something good going. And there's not necessarily a reason to have to um, worry too much in the here and now mm -hmm. about necessarily, because obviously, um, you know, I mean, it might be like spoiling some behind the scenes or future stuff like, um, you know, obviously our time at uni is coming to an end, you're perhaps moving down south and it's mm -hmm. kind of like, okay, like, we can think about all of these things, mm -hmm. but actually we should say in the here and now, we're, like, doing a cool podcast, mm -hmm. and I think in some respects, we we can work out the future yeah. later on. Exactly, and you know what, like, I actually, I left this card out for a reason, so I'll show you this from here. I was actually going to bring it up at the start of our episode, because this is the Three of Pentacles, and the Three of Pentacles shows these... Wait, I'm going to show it upside down just for now. Um, so you see how these guys are going up to this guy for counsel. It's talking about um, uh, gaining advice, gaining expertise, gaining knowledge on someone that is from a higher... Um, has more expertise from you, so you can learn and develop your idea with them. I... Literally, like, was manifesting this project, I was manifesting this podcast, and then I met Joe, who then introduced me into Ferg and Josh, who are now three individuals who knew more about um, production and audio than me, but together we were able to combine and be abstract and create and develop um, the project that is the MTORTS. And like this card came up reverse. So it's like a past energy that has been like, um, 
it's a past energy that has sort of moved throughout the card. It's like, if this was my creative abstraction, maybe last year, right? Because Pentacles is to do with Earth, so it's going to take um, more time to develop. Let's say meeting Joe was the seed of the intention or the seed of the idea, and this, this the episode's another fruit. With that said, we are able to sort of manipulate, adapt, um, take what is tangible, work on what needs um, a bit more help, you know? I think altogether it shows a very, like, hopeful podcast. No, not hopeful podcast. It shows a very, like, hopeful, um, promising relationship but it's emphasizing on adopting these two personality characteristics to strengthen the advancement because i think i think the whole question at the start was um uh, how well how can we take this information or the experience of dm talks that advance us in our career and i think the queen of swords is in a sort of mental sort of how I translate what's in my mind to you or to um, a group of people, whether it's my professionalism, whether it's my, like, just my thoughts, my beliefs, my opinions. But you see the King of Cups, who is a master of their element, and they're hoping that their resources or their fuel is also being shared because they really understand that double joy is shared joy, and that's their motivation. But they need to make sure their needs are being met too because then they're, well, they're filling... They're helping others from an empty cup, and that's never going to lead into a good way. Um, I just want to take another card. Um, spirit, high power, universe. Um, can I have a card to clarify this message? I'm currently using the pink cat tarot deck, which is one of my favorites. One of my favorites. One of my favorites. Um, Josh, or actually no, Joe, pick a number between one to three. Mm -hmm. uh, two. Okay. Aha. Okay. So I got the fool. I got the devil. And the fool stands for sort of being a bit more like, I don't want to say, it's like healthy risk. It's like healthy risk behaviors, mm. right? It's like risk taking. It's like um, taking a leap of faith. You know, that's the whole message behind the fall. They're just going on with their life. They don't know what's going to um, arise in front of them, but they're still trying it anyway and, like, hoping for the best. However, they need to make sure that their integrity, their intention is hardest, focused, because they understand that without putting sort of intentional, being intentional with their um, energy, they might get... Uh, either distracted, distorted. I think that's why the devil showed up because normally the devil um, sort of is resonates to um, the pressures of the material world. You know, your ego, your finances, your like, do you know what I mean? Your, your addictive behaviors, your vices. And the thing is with the devil, 
it makes you really question your shadow and how that's being presented. However, when you get the devil reversed, it's like a liberation. It's like those vices are un, are broken free. It's that whole sort of... <laughs> it's coming together with yourself. I think the fool and the devil reversed. I mean, both cards are reversed. There's this sort of sticky limbo period where the choice is literally in the queret's hand, in all of our hands to sort yeah. of determine what timeline or what um, space we're going to enter to. But we need to move with calculated risks. We need to move with hope. We need to move with confidence because we have it in us. I think it's just being a bit more... No, being a bit more direct with how you show your confidence, um, making sure your needs are being met, letting it be in surrender and surrender to the sort of, not environment, but what's being presented to you, you know? I'm gonna take another card from this one as well. Okay, can I have an affirmation to round up this message? Please, higher power, spirit eyes, universe, okay. Oh, it says every vibe eventually feeds five the tribe. <laughs> I'm like, oh god, I don't want to leave you guys. <laughs> the tribe of DM talks. To be fair, I hope I'm not projecting. Um, you're going through a shift environment. You are going through a shift, and environments you are used to may no may. Lo oh, I can't speak. Sorry. Um, you are going through a shift, and environments you were used to may no longer feel comfortable continue to grow in truth and eventually your soul family may find you i keep on getting this <laughs> i keep on getting this um about something else i don't know if it's the same thing but <laughs> i'm just gonna pull another card okay it says is this something you want or something you've been told you told you should want where there is love there can be no fear Either spirit is dragging all of us <laughs> for not being intentional, <laughs> or I think it sort of admire not admires to, I think it sort of talks to being really specific on how you move with your world and your vision. Because if Pisces and the Hanged Man is an imaginative person who literally thinks outside the box, there needs to be a level of emotional mastery to be completely available, be completely emotionally available in their projects, in their ideas. How they translate those emotions is going to need the Queen of Swords energy because... It's that integrity with your um, information. It's like, how am I going to communicate this to you? The fool and the devil show up to remind us to take a calculated risk, but to also free ourselves from um, self-doubt, free ourselves from, um, is, you know what, is this something you want or is this something you've been told you want? That's sort of the devil energy. I think we all have in our mind of oh, what we need to do for this year or how's it going to happen? What's going to happen? Even the question how, like, I don't fucking know. Like, <laughs> we're trying our best. And I think that's what the podcast is encouraging you to do. I think as long as you are intentional with what brings you joy and how that can uplift you and how that can uplift the people around you, you're winning. And it's only going to get stronger because if every vibe eventually finds their tribe 
and we have been able to l make so much, learn from much in this period. Only things can get greater. Maybe there's more projects for you guys and for me as, as well in the future that might not need us, not like need us all together in. However, it's saying that we can do it because we were able to do this. Yeah. Like we're going to have the power, we're going to have the confidence because it says here, where there's love, there's no fear. So like, don't be scared. No, the only, if you're scared of something, that's because you're scared of how, of what it can be, bam. Period. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah that's really, that's really interesting. So I think, I mean, not only furs, but, um, you know, post Corona. Yeah. It's going to be a big time of change for a lot of people because I think that um, people have maybe realised that they want different things in life or yeah. people have been put in situations where the way they were living before is mm -hmm. no longer possible. Um, sometimes those are good transformations, sometimes those are bad transformations, but um, I think that it's kind of going like, I mean, for us, um, you know, obviously all three of us are in a time where we're looking at a lot of change. Mm. Um, you know, I think this year has already been full of a lot of change, but mm. I think there's even more to come. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes mm. staring down the barrel of that can be a little daunting. Mm. Um, Especially because we're so young as well. Yeah. Like, I think people like... Like it's like you, you, you all come help me after you're um, doing uni, and like I'll be there with my part-time job, like just trying to make ends meet to pay the bills, and then do this project on the side. And it's like we're all like working together, but we also have we're all we're all working together, but we're also at different paces, and we're also at different places in our lives. So it's making sure that like we're just fulfilling ourselves constantly. Yeah, and I think probably, I guess, another part of the message is sort of like the full set, sort of having the confidence, like just almost being confident in the uncertainty. Yeah. And being confident that maybe what we've learned here is enough. Yeah. And that what we've learned here is enough to sort of bring us on to the next stage yeah. of where we go. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but because I just find it interesting how, like, during. Um, during the time that I met you, during the time that I wanted to meet you, during the time that I was making podcasts or wanting to, and, and this is like pre-planning stages. This is like what I haven't even, I didn't, like I, I know, I knew your partner, Joe, but I didn't know your name. That's how like early, like I'm talking about. I was getting through pen calls all the time. Yeah, yeah. All the time. Yeah. All the time, all the time. It was that whole idea, like, you've got to find your people. Um, they're going to advance you. How can you take from them? How can you adapt to them? Three is a number, is adaptive. It's, it's like, it's creative. It's abstract. It can be manipulated. So, like, how can we manipulate this situation to raise all of our advancements? Mm. Yeah, and I think it's like, um, yeah. yeah, because, I mean, obviously this podcast, um, you know, as we sort of move into the next stage, you know, if I move down to London or the South, then I can come round. Mm -hmm. If not, then um, I'm already thinking of plans of how we're going to work it. <laughs> yes. So don't worry. Like, I'm already working on that tech stuff and yeah. getting that all to work. Um, but, yeah, it's like sort of, I guess, 
you know, you've already got like you've been talking to me about ideas that you want to do. Yeah, about, not their like, ideas. Things that, like people are going to bring on. I think it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's being like confident in um, in what we've learned here. Yeah, and that what we've learned here will bring us on to yeah, will be enough. Where there is love, there's no fear. And everybody loves what we've done. I mean, I mean, like we do. Yeah. <laughs> we do. And that's the most important opinion. <laughs> yeah. That's all I mean, that's nice that's for all Yeah. Oh, my God. Amazing. Lovely. Oh. Did you have anything that you'd like to add on the tarot reading, Joe? Um... I think you've you've uh, hit exactly what I was thinking. To be honest, Just, um, you know, I think a, a theme that's come up a lot during this whole episode is just like uh, taking things that happen in in stride and learning from them, and being able to to adapt and motivate yourself in you know to be able to do these things. Um, yeah, I think that that's that's a big uh, sort of a theme I think that's definitely come through a lot during this whole discussion. Yeah. And I think it's sort of like, um, cause obviously, I mean, yeah, we're trying to cobble stuff together a bit here. Cause obviously we've not got access to the equipment that we, um, once did. and it's like learning, it's learning like, Oh, I need to clear off my hard drive. <laughs> so actually doesn't die. <laughs> I like stuff like that. Like, yeah, it's learning a lot of those sort of things that, um, you know, like there's a lot that um, we've all sort of learned being involved in the process. Yeah. No, I've honestly learned so much. I'm so happy to have learned with you guys. And mate, I can't wait to our, for our future. Like, I just can't wait for to see like in 20 yeah. years where where we all are. Yeah. You know? Like that'll be sick. Um, amazing. It comes to our last segment. Which is the direct message. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I was wondering. I was testing you. <laughs> yeah, I I <laughs> yeah, no, I was. Um, <laughs> the thingy message. Amazing. So my direct message. Um, I've got two. Um, whoever's listening to this, there's something creative in on your mind, or there might be something creative in your mind. Try it out. Test it. See if you like it. See if you don't like it. Just have some fun with it, you know? Like, we've got, I don't want to say we've got all the time in our hands because I feel like everybody else has said that on the yeah. podcast, <laughs> especially me. Um, <laughs> but it's like, I wouldn't have known that I liked podcasting if I didn't listen to a podcast and I didn't want to try it out, you know? And now everybody here is listening to me, you know? And that, it was an idea that, was created in me because it sparked off it sparked off something else, and I honestly think that can happen for anyone and everything. It, you just have to find it. So please try, and hopefully you can engage yourself and find something fun to do. Yeah, that's my that's my direct message. I was going to give you two, but I think I'm going to leave you that. Um, I think my first one is I have an understanding for how Sarah feels doing this. So I'm like, I don't want to look at a computer screen for three days now. Yeah. I just wanna, like, it's the lights, like, they fucking get you. I just want to put like some uh, what cucumbers on my eyes and just sit in the, yeah, just sit and play the wind. <laughs> well, when we win our awards, when we win our awards, we will. After yeah. them. <laughs> 
when we get the uh, studio in LA. Yeah. Which, um, you know, probably got to set up Patreon to get that. Oh, cool. Yes, you know, yeah. that's kind of the plan. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's just like sometimes, like, I think one thing I've learned in this uh, panoramic is that, like, sometimes you just got to do things. Like, um, we had, we wanted to, because um, we did some, like, couple good, good, good session things with, like, Joe's sort of Virgin Cola band project. Um, and we had another band planned. Mm-hmm. And we had, like, how many of us? Like, four of us were going to do the tech stuff. Um, you know, we went to go see the band when they were playing the show. And yeah, it was, it was, like, it was like, really exciting. For sure. Yeah, it was like this massive project mm-hmm. planned, um, and you know we set a date, and the date was about two months in the future, mm. and in that two months everything changed. Yeah, so it was kind of like, actually, should we have done that sooner? Mm-hmm. Should we have said, let's just do this as soon as possible, mm. or like, like now, like. If I want to go into the city centre to just go and have a look around while I pick up my groceries, for the mm-hmm. week, it's like I'll go there because mm-hmm. I want to do it. Like, I'll, or if there's a project that I want to make, it's like, well, it's like anything can change at any moment. Mm-hmm. There's no point in waiting. But yeah. like, if you're able to do something now, just do it now. Yeah. Like, um, that actually for a great example, I went to Canada to go see a friend. Um, in 2020, yeah, in January, okay, and I was like a little bit impatient with it. Yeah. I was like, I want to go now. I want to do this now. But I want to go and see. Universe. It's like literally, if I hadn't gone and done that, then it was like I wouldn't have been able to do it. Yeah, and it would have been, and or you would have done it, and then you would have been stranded in a country that you didn't know without the appropriate healthcare to help you know global pandemic. Well, to be fair, I mean, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have complained being stuck in Canada. It's like, I was, that's fine by me, but, you know, like, yeah. still, like, I wouldn't have been able to fly out there in the first place, yeah. in this case. Um, and at least, yeah, I didn't have to do, like, a quarantine or tell or get tests or anything. Yeah. Back. It was fine at that point. It wasn't too spicy. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's like, sometimes, like, um, you know, you don't know necessarily what's around the corner that doesn't mean like go crazy sell all your possessions go like run away yeah but like you know if there's something you want to do and you've got the means to do it yeah i wouldn't delay doing yeah it. no do it. you're right i'm like writing all of this down but it's just giving me like notes for later <laughs> don't delay because <laughs> don't like... delay by today <laughs> literally me like you know when you um put something in your shopping basket and mm. then you're like three hours later and then it's gone and it's, it's gone. not your size and you're like Fuck. You know those like um those like biscuits that you can get from like Tesco's or Sainos? Yeah. Like those sort of boxes like a millionaire's shortbread and stuff. I did not know that. That shit's dangerous. Oh my god. Like that is like it says like this is four servings <laughs> and then it's like one serving later it's gone. <laughs> That's jokes. Oh my god, you're funny, Josh. Um what is your direct message, Joe? Um, oh, sorry, my mic's been a bit weird. Um, okay. uh, I think my direct message and uh, my old takeaway would be, you know, similar to what Josh was saying about 
uh, doing things um, and sort of avoiding aversion, if, uh, if that even makes sense. Um, uh, and just embracing things that happen because I, I, I think it's hard sometimes to realize that a lot of things aren't in your control. Um, you know, obviously a big example being the whole situation that everyone is in now. And I think just uh, taking a step back, recognizing things like that and uh, and taking steps to help take that in stride and move towards what you want to do. You know, a, a, an example being with the lockdown, having to stop uh, recording the podcast, but then taking a step back making a new plan and going with it. I think doing that right now, rather than just sort of thinking, oh, this has happened to me. I can't do anything to change it. Oh, well, and, mm-hmm. you know, um, I guess sort of being in that state of limbo that you were talking about. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think my direct message would just be to um, embrace everything that happens and just, yeah, to try and adapt and try and do exactly what you want with the the cards you've been given you know no no uh, tarot pun intended but yeah <laughs> no i love that that was such a great direct message and like that brings us to the end of our episode oh how, how you guys felt how was it being on the other end of recording well on the other end of the viewing system i think it's going to be weird when i have to listen to it back <laughs> That's going to be the weirdest <laughs> bit for me. Yeah, um, I think I'm going to avoid listening to this one. Yeah, I mean, um, I mean we're going to have to sync it and mix the audio. So there's going to be that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean... Um, well, I've enjoyed you guys, Scott. Yeah, it's, it has been a fun. Like, I genuinely mm. enjoyed chatting and knowing yeah. about stuff. Yeah. Um, and I will definitely be sharing it. Yeah, I mean, but, it's just like a, a, a conversation, like just three yeah. times, like we've had loads of times before. But there are reasons why we're behind the camera, behind the mic, people. No, I love, <laughs> sometimes, I... It takes, sometimes it takes a level to break that barrier and sort of gain the confidence to do or it. Or does it take a DM baby? It takes a DM baby. <laughs> no, I, well, I really enjoyed it. Like, I think you guys are both really funny and so smart and I wish you all the best for third year. You know, like, I know it's a very stressful time, but you guys are going to smash it. Like, you helped me create this, so I know big things are coming for you. Big things are coming for you. But, um, yeah, do you want to plug in your socials, Josh? Um, And let listeners know where they can find you and then afterwards, Joe can too. So, um, obviously, we've got good, good, good underscore media, um, mm-hmm. the Instagram account. Um, I have uh, Josh's random photos on Instagram. Oh, yeah, you've got two, don't you? I have, like, three Instagrams. <laughs> got honestly ridiculous. Like, um, but, yeah, I'm not massively active, but I have, like, stories where I post what I'm up to, mm-hmm. um, you know. And I also have a website. If you're interested in, in getting that media help and stuff, handly.media. I'm really proud I managed to bag that domain. Um, but yeah, yeah, pop yeah. those, pop those places. No, honestly, that was great. And I definitely, I mean, I'm with you every fucking week. Like, definitely yeah. recommend hitting up Josh. He's 1010. 
Um, what is your socials, Joe? Uh, my uh, Instagram is just Joefish underscore swimming, I think. Oh. It might not be. Um, <laughs> we'll I, find out. You know, if you want to just see loads of loads of weird oh. shit that I find on the internet, that's pretty much all that goes on over there. Simpsons um, memes. I, we love I, it. I, yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, I'm going to be uh, releasing some music soon. Um, so I guess uh, if you search Joe Fish Swimming on Spotify or Apple Music or wherever, you should be able to find it. Um, it's probably not going to be anything out by the time that this airs, but, you know, keep an eye out, get on that pre-save shit. Uh, besides that, yeah, just uh, good, good, good media on uh, Instagram, like Josh said, for you no know, updates on the show. And uh, yeah, that's me. Oh no, honestly, it was great. And thank you, Joe. Like, oh, it's, I'm just like, even throughout this conversation, I'm just having flashbacks to when we met each other at that party. And I was like, oh, wow, who's that cool guy in the dungarees? I'm like, oh, he's an audio producer? Wow. <laughs> um, yeah. Thank you so much. It was meant to be, man. It was meant to be. It was meant to be. Like, yeah, honestly, like, even when I first met you guys in Soul for Duty, I was like, oh my God, the, the outfits, wow. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> um, thank you so much, everybody, for listening. I have had a world of time, and it's just, well, just a bit great to get some more context about what we do here and, like, mm. fill in some background and stuff. Um, my it, IG for the podcast is dm.talks. Um, my IG normally is dm.sera and I don't think there's any other, we have a Twitter account. We have DM Talks on Twitter. Twitter. There is, I don't, I need to promo it more. Oh yeah. I mean, this is (laughs) the fact that I actually, (laughs) no, the thing is I've I've made a purpose of saying it now because now it's going to give me more motivation to actually say stuff on Twitter because like. We'll get into it in another episode of why I don't use Twitter. However, I'm going to use it for promo. And yeah, I'll probably get it. Yeah. I'm not, because that's a slippery slope. It's just, uh, that's, that's the reason why I didn't have, that's why the reason I don't have my old Twitter. Well, yeah, because you have to see, <laughs> you have to see uh, in, like several billion bad takes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just not okay. <laughs> um, but thank you guys so, 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 so much for listening. You can listen to us on all major podcast streaming platforms. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts. Um, I think that's it. Yeah, pretty much. YouTube, Anchor, mm-hmm. Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Is that it? Wherever you get your podcasts, that's the Wherever you get your podcasts. I mean, podcast. most people, yeah, will get their podcasts. Unless... If you want to listen for free, go on Anchor. If yeah. you already have Spotify for music, go on them. And if you want to watch, go on YouTube. Exactly, because we've got beautiful faces and we have beautiful visuals. And, yeah, you can appreciate all that stuff on YouTube, DM Talks. It's been amazing. We shall see you guys next week. Bye. 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 Bye.